and welcome to the latest episode of the Wellspring Wake, Wellspring's fortnightly podcast. It's our opportunity to chat all things education with experts across Wellspring and beyond. Joining me in front of the mic today is someone who's right at the coalface of education. Executive Principal across two of Wellspring's primaries in Leeds, she's a talented leader who's proven her ability to transform the fortunes of schools with challenges. Her work at Bramley Park Academy in Leeds has been incredible and she's brilliant at building effective teams and working with parents and the wider community to make positive change. My guest today is Executive Principal at Bramley Park Academy and Elements Primary in Leeds, Carrie Green. Carrie, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Now, first question. We're a few weeks in. How's the start of the year been? Um, it's been very, very busy, but very, very productive, um, as always. Um, challenges that we always face at the start of the year, but a great start across both of the sites. We're delighted to welcome um, four teachers across both sites, um, starting off on their new careers. And, oh, and, brand um, new teachers. Brand new teachers, wow. ECTs, and I think that's wonderful and testimony to both of the schools that they're, they're being given that wonderful opportunity to work with such incredible teams to start off on their, their journeys. So that's been brilliant to see. Um, um, yeah, the start has been it's been wonderful. Um, the children have come back, and we really feel like we're starting to make headway with children again after um, you know really difficult two years. I know everybody's experienced, but yeah. we really seem to feel like we're getting children settled back down into that that positive work ethic and being able to really move that learning forward like a normal start to school it absolutely does feel like that. It does yeah. feel like a normal start, and that people are allowed to just get back down to that. That, that hard face of being able to just get on and teach children without having to worry about, you know, being in bubbles or whatever, you know, the, those times were... It's crackers when you look back in it. It is, it's completely crackers when you think what you were doing and people couldn't go out of classrooms and couldn't go in there to see children, whereas now we're really being able to get that, that those interventions going and people mixing with children and children having lots of different experiences. We've got platform education working across both of the sites um, as dedicated MPE coaching, which is brilliant that we would have never been able to do before, so... um, that's great, really upskilling children in terms of their PE skills and staff as well. So that's that's a wonderful thing to be happening, yeah. as well as uh, Nathan Larvin from Little Legs, where he comes in and supports our youngest children um, with rugby. Um, so that's oh, that's wow. a beautiful experience. So we're we talking kind of reception kids These doing are rugby. reception children at both sites that are doing that are doing rug, rugby. So. Um, yeah, Nath does great um, sessions with, with our youngest pupils in developing those initial team building skill sets. So, um, yeah, great, great work going with those guys. Um, so you're across Elements and Bramley now. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm being interrupted by Hamish, the school dog now. He's come for a cuddle. <laughs> Hello, Hamish. I wanted to talk to you first a bit about Bramley, because I think it's fair to say that you had a... A rough start at that school, how things were when you kind of joined it. Tell me a little bit about, about that and how that So, yeah, went. well, it's four years actually coming up, um, um, 1st of November, so it's been four years. So, yes, it was. It was a, um, a tricky one. It's been on an incredible journey, really, and the staff are a testimony to that, the team, because even though we had to restructure um, the school as soon as we, 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 we got there because of the huge deficit budget that I'd been left with, you know, the staff team have come with me and, and absolutely believe in that that vision and the journey for Bramley because everybody's so committed to the the families and the community there um 
Um, we've, we've just had a review um, last week where Sir Clive Davis from Focus Education been in and he came originally when we first um, started there to do some work with us and, and the journey he says is incredible, you know the outcome, the output and the work ethic of children in the buildings absolutely first class and he did say it's one of the calmest uh, schools he's ever been into, I'm sure it's not calm every single day is it Hamish but um, um, <laughs> Maybe it, does, uh, it, it does it does, it does feel um it does feel like an incredible journey and it is an incredible journey and that's that's because everybody came together as a team and I can't yeah. stress that as much. It's, it is absolutely relationships. We need to forge those straight away with the team to be able to have that shared vision that we all know where we're going, we all know where we're moving to and being really clear and articulate yeah. with that to, to everybody and the community and then we can see the, the journey as it unfolds and be part of it really. Yeah, how... how tricky was it to um kind of explain that vision to both to staff and, and also parents and that wider community I think it was about keeping it simple I mean I talked about this when I first came here you know I was presented with a 54 point action plan when I first walked in there and that's just completely unrealistic and it's it's about simplicity isn't it and keeping things really simple and really clear um, yeah. and these are the five things we're working on now and those are the next steps and, and that's what we're trying to achieve here at Elements these are the five things we need to work on um, um, this year and then we're moving on to the next thing and that's and, and keeping it simple it then does allow you to very easily share that vision with the community as well because it's not bogged down in educational jargon people yeah. can really see what you're trying to do and, and and making sure that why is clearly explained very simplest simplistically um, and and any stakeholder can engage with it so you can take it to your governing body you can take it to the community you know you can share it with your parents um, and and even with children and they can see see what you're trying to do and and that's that's how we achieved that at Bramley and quickly got the um the community back on on side right. um they were really disappointed and rightly so you know the school was in measures why you know yeah. as a parent why wouldn't you be disappointed by that um but because they could see straight away the impact we had very very quickly and more so I think with the environment of the building which was tired you know it, it was yeah. it was really not great um and, and we we did an amazing job, you know, with Josh and the estates team. You know, get, uh, we we received lots of grants from the DFE to be able to to um, improve the environment, improve the the entrance there. You know, we had great partnership working with Scott, who helped me out with some spare furniture from the old primary site from Springwell for the library. So it was a real wellspring team approach, and yeah. and but. To give that first lift really, really quickly from the trust helped to, you know, that the parents have been blown away by just how much the building has been improved for youngsters and, and, and the play equipment that's outside. I remember coming round and you showed me round and, and, you know, explaining to me what it was like before and just the simple things of painting, painting things and giving it a bit of colour. Absolutely. I mean, I always say white paint goes a long, long way. And it was one of the first things we did the first weekend before I went in after the half term. We painted just the the old entrance, just white, and it just to and put some simple matting down with the, the, the new logo on. And it was just so so much more welcoming and, and 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 removing those those horrible floors. You know, the old asbestos floor that we just carpeted over. So some things yeah. you can change very, very quickly, and not at a massive cost by just making sure things 
things are clean and there's clean lines there and the environment can change instantly. And it's that really visible, because obviously a lot of changes when you're, you're transforming a school, you don't see, you know, it's, it's in classrooms and it's teaching and it's all kinds of things. But that for the parents to be able to see straight away, oh, right, they're they mean business, they're, they're turning this around. They absolutely did. And it was difficult at the start because we did have to restructure and there, there were um, some redundancies and, and that obviously ripples out into a community. But by by balancing that, by them seeing just how much we were investing in pupils in terms of the uniform, the PE kit and yeah. the, the aesthetics really helped to keep that message true and they, they could understand then exactly what we were what we were doing. I do really recognise it now when I've been at Elements for a couple of days and I go back and I walk the corridors there and I can absolutely see those are and wonder moments going on. I can absolutely see what other people tell me about it being calm and purposeful and outcomes and kids are just absolutely loved there. They're wrapped up with love and care, which is exactly what we, we achieve, you know, try to endeavour to achieve across the trust. But yeah. that's absolutely why it has has changed the way it has because every single member of staff treats those children like they're their own they wrap them up with that love and care and they go that extra mile every single day and you can see that you know whether it's somebody who's upset or just making sure yeah. that child has has what they need that's all you want as a parent isn't it you send you know your most precious thing off to um absolutely. to school every day you want to know that they're absolutely wrapped in love every day that's that's what you yeah. need to see yeah and um, am i right in thinking that children get their uniform provided them by yeah Bramley. so we provide them with a full school uniform every year and then we've got a bank of PE kit but because it's been such great quality with what we do is repurpose that in school and, and then bag that up so you know all we say to our parents is you just need to provide them with a pair of shoes and we will do the rest and and that's been life-changing for for some of our parents they've actually said that to us you know we've got one mum who's got 11 children and she said you've changed wow. my life carry with this and and that's great for feedback and especially in these times that we're experiencing now that's um, a huge thing but it it makes sure we've got that pride and aspiration for our pupils you know some of these kids I can remember when we first gave them the their first little packet um, and one little girl just held on to it tight and said "I've, I've never had anything that's mine Oh, God, and, um, and it does. And there was another little girl that just walked down the corridor and she was just, you know, straightening herself. And, and, str- and I, she said, oh, I've, I've, never had a, I've never had a new dress before. And that's, and I think we all take that really for granted. But yeah. those kids, that's, that's, it was theirs and, and they absolutely loved it. And, and they do, they love being smart. The kids are going to assembly there and it does fill me with pride that, you know, these kids have, have presented in that way and they've, they've got those aspirations to think, yeah, I look great and I'm, my learning's going to be great and, and I'm going to have a lovely day. Brilliant, brilliant. It's, yeah, it's things like that, isn't it? It's, it's a message to them that they matter. It's the same about their environment. It's, yep. you know, you're important and you matter. And um, you can tell people that, but you have to show them as well. Absolutely, and I think that's what the parents, you know, got about at the first. I don't think they were very happy about the uniform because there'd been a lot of mixed messages about it before I arrived. But when they realised what we were actually giving them, um, they were bowled over by it, by how much we were investing in in the pupils and the families, um, and that their kids absolutely did matter. Um, But it's about that clear communication all of the time, isn't it, about what what the the end in mind, isn't it, all of the time? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I wonder.
wonder why more schools don't... Well, obviously it's finances, isn't it? But if your it school is. can do it, then... It is, and it is finances. And don't get me wrong, moving forward in these challenging times, it's going to be really difficult, but we need to think about what makes Bramley Bramley um, and, and what we've committed to do in there. Um, and, and, and it is about finding a way, and we'll always try and find a way, even if it's through fundraising, to make sure that we can still provide that. But I think for schools in, in really deprived areas like that with big families, it's... It's a great thing to be able to do. It really is. Last One of the last times I went to Bramley, um, which was quite a while ago now, um, we were looking at the um, resource provision. Yes. Um, I mean, that's amazing, isn't it, for um, SEND kids and, and the whole community. How essential are facilities like that for keeping children with SEND in mainstream? Absolutely. Resource provisions are absolutely that bridging gap between mainstream education and special and it's in, and, and a lot of children just need that little bit of something different to just make sure they can access and be part of that mainstream education and the RP does you know accomplishes that really really well um, we've got children that come into the RP that may need to spend their full time there for a period of time and then they gradually ease back into um, um, the main school we've got a, a young girl there that up until coming to us had not accessed school she was an elective mute she's in classrooms now she's speaking to everybody but it's just being able to be brought in and have that secure environment that safe environment um, and then gradually building that success and that confidence back um, I mean the result provisions been a great success for the 10 children that we've got now in there um and but but for the whole the whole community at Bramley and and our one of our um development points for this year that Nicola Booth who's our new RP leader this year is working on is making sure we're inviting the community in now because Covid's well it's not gone we know it's not gone but we're not under restrictions um, we can then start to um, invite the community in to use it some of the local um, groups can right. come in and do that and let in and that's what we want to do to really be able to um, see it as a community venture as well as just as, as a Bramley um, support mechanism for, for children in Leeds. That's brilliant, isn't it? I think there's, yeah, when you think about kind of communities now, um, I guess schools are taking more and more of that focal point and we don't have as many focal points in communities as we once had, you know, you had things like the church and yeah. you know, village halls and stuff and you don't get as much of that anymore. You do, and I think that's been lost, and particularly like in communities like Bramley, that's absolutely lost, and making sure that the school is at the heart of the community, and that's what we're striving to do here at Elements, is is, is get the doors open again as well, and be really making sure the school is at the heart of the community, um, especially in deprived areas, that's vital in terms of that lifeline for services and support for families. Yeah. So moving on to elements then, um, you've, you're, you're now um, heading up elements as well as Bramley. Um, I mean, you walk around this place, we're here today. It is a phenomenal building, isn't it? It's it is, absolutely it is. stunning. What difference does it make to have facilities like this? Well, it means you can you can focus absolutely on the learning. You're not worrying about those things that are broken or have always been broken. But just for children, for me, it's about the environment and being able to come in to learn somewhere that's so beautiful and spectacular and everything that around them is wonderful. And that gives those experiences just that extra bit of sparkle for the children here at Elements and being able to, you know, have the dance studio to do their dance lessons yeah. in um, um, and the DT room for cookery which, you know, I mean, there won't be many schools that have these facilities here, but just the 
aesthetics and you know Sarah's done an amazing amazing job here with making it as beautiful as it is and 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 children feel safe and secure in that environment and it allows them and the staff to really foster that creativity and what we're trying to do with children via learning because they're in such a creative environment yeah I mean it's it is phenomenal just the colors and and everything is it's it's an amazing building for anyone who's not who's not seen it get online and have a little look at it it's a it's a brilliant building um I want to have a little talk to you about your kind of career and your background did you always know you wanted to be a teacher? Always, always. I've come from a family of teachers. Um, my dad was a deputy head at a big um, high school in Leeds. My mum only did it for a year and then, anyway, she moved on to something else. But, you know, my sister's a teacher. My aunties and uncles were teachers. Um, so always, I always wanted to be, just be like my dad um, and... Yeah, and I always remember as a small girl, that's all I wanted to play was teachers and, and that's right. it. So I, I never had any other thought in my head. You know, I got to A-levels and I knew that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to do a degree and then do teacher training. Um, and, you know, when people say to me and moan and groan, I said, you know what, it's the best job in the world because you make a difference every single day. And there's never been a time I've never wanted to come to work. I absolutely love my job. Um, I don't really see it as a job. I see it as a vocation. I know Sam said it at the... Um, at the anniversary, you know, she just thought it was, you know, I was just coming to, to, to play with my friends and that's how I see it. I see, you know, both schools as a real family, group of fabulous sets of people that you can come and spend your day with and make a real, real difference for children. Um, and, and, and it just, yeah, it always makes me feel great. Don't get me wrong, we have tough days. We all do, don't yeah, we? But, yeah. but yeah, I've never wanted to do anything different and I don't think I ever will. It's just about being here and being with people and making that difference for young people and seeing those smiles. And from staff, when you see staff move on as well, I get a real buzz out of that when I see people who've been TAs for me that are now teachers. Yeah. You know, people who were teachers for me, you know, Amy wrote, Amy Spivey wrote in The Difference Matters. You know, it gave me goosebumps when she'd said what she'd written, but that's what it's about, isn't it? It's about developing people. And yeah. she's now a really confident assistant principal for me and it'll go on to school leadership, absolutely. Um, and that's what it's about as well. And yeah. I mean, you, you see all those kind of like twee quotes and all the rest of it, but it, it is, it, it's an amazing, you know, if you want to make a difference, if you really want yeah. to kind of have impact on the world, there's not much better than teaching, really. No, there's not, there's not, and there's there's so many great things, and I think it, it makes me cross when you see bad press about teaching and 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 things that people say because there's so many great things about being with young people, even if just by the end of a day that child can tie their shoelaces because of you or they've they've had a great PE session. I don't think there's many jobs that you get that reward and job satisfaction from, and there's so many great things about being in schools. Um, that I think as, as as a profession we've got a job of doing of of, of really promoting that instead of being negative all yeah. over Twitter saying oh you know about whatever the latest things we're all moaning about and you know it always kind of amazes me how, how negative you know some heads seem to be all over these social media pages a, a, yeah. about about whatever the, the the latest buzz thing is to be talking about instead of really being positive about the amazing things we do for children and people. I think that's human nature that spreads across so many things, isn't it? There's yeah. that old thing that they teach you in marketing that, you know, one bad story, they'll people will tell seven people or something. Yes. One good story, they'll tell one or something. And yeah. it's, it's, it's that kind of thing. So you're absolutely right. I think we do need to, to do a lot more um, work on, on selling the best bits of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I've mentioned Hamish and he's here again um, 
Hamish school dog. Tell me about bringing your dog into school and what an impact that has. So, well, Hamish was, I mean, we weren't one of those people in lockdown that got a dog, but we, we'd, we'd talked a lot about it at Bramley when we were we were opening the resource provision and we decided we wanted to get um, um, a, the dog to come to be the therapy dog for the resource provision. So that's why Hamish appeared at Bramley because <laughs> um, um, we, we still managed to open the resource provision through COVID. So he, he was... Um, sort really and to obviously pacify my little fella as well that we were finally getting a dog but um, yes so that's why because we knew we'd done a lot of the research we'd seen the real positive impact he's is, is had right a, um, yeah right on cute at, at Springwell with all of the, the dogs that they have there and the impact they have on the children yeah. there um, so we knew it worked um, and Lisa Ford had been coming in supporting us um, with the Senko role and she'd been bringing Stanley with us so that's we said right we're going to do it we're going to get the dog so that's why Hamish came and he's had such a, an amazing impact with not just the children in the RP, he works with all of the children across Bramley and now Elements. So he comes to Elements and it's been a great success here. <laughs> um, just working with children that, that obviously need that little bit of something different just to help the day. But absolutely for those children who see it as a reward to be able to come and spend that time with Hamish. Yeah. So it's a great incentive for lots of people, I but a, a great comfort as well for everybody. But he certainly does his job. He goes home every night and he's, uh, he's a very, very tired puppy when he gets <laughs> home. He sleeps most of the night, but um, he certainly... Um, he earns his biscuits, don't you, Hamish, by the end of the week? He's so adorable. I, God, I wish, wish we had dogs in school when I was at school. Brilliant. Um, he's lovely. Um, moving on to our quick fire round okay. that we do. Get a little bit of a taste of your own school days. Okay. First up, English or maths? Maths. But so, yeah, kind of logic and stuff like that. Or, Definitely, or, yeah. 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 Uh, Primary school or secondary school? Primary. Why was that? Um, I just always enjoyed um, spending time with, with, with younger children. I swam for City Leeds and I did a lot of coaching with little ones at the swimming club. Um, and I just, yeah, I just always saw that as my um, vocation. And I can remember my dad saying to me, he me for saying this, he said, oh, don't do primary, Carrie, you'll never get a promotion. And Because um, my dad's primary, my sister's primary and all my family were um, oh, sorry, they were secondary, and I was the only person that had done primary. So I can remember when I when I got my first headship at thirty one, I said to my dad, "Do you remember me saying that?" And we, <laughs> we laugh about it now, um, but I actually think it's it's not about promotion, is it? But it's yeah, I just I just enjoyed the time with with doing that, um, having that mix of of a primary classroom and getting a little bit of everything. Yeah, um, I did a music degree, but I never really saw myself being a music teacher you know I liked maths I liked you know creative things and yeah well I know what the answer to the next one is music or drama music definitely music do you play anything I play the piano I can play the guitar a little bit but I wouldn't actually advocate that <laughs> um I do singing I think that's one thing I've always kept close to um my heart I, I sing with the children every week I'll try my very best to not not let that go so I've been singing here this morning a bit of cauliflowers fluffy we are which is actually paint box but oh, everybody love, loves that one cauliflower so we've fluffy. been doing that here this morning so I sing every Thursday morning here at Elements and on a Wednesday morning at Bramley um, I mean we're getting there here at Elements but I mean if you ever want to come in the children sing beautifully at Bramley um, so we're really proud of that oh I have to get some stuff on um, on social if I'm singing and yeah. get that shared um, outdoor or indoor break Outdoor. Outdoor. Get outside. Yeah. 
Although I, I used to like kind of, you know, you get jigsaws out and stuff at indoor break, rain, always, rainy day play, get I jigsaws I always think out. everybody needs a bit of fresh air, no That's matter true. what. Yeah. School trips or school discos? I think school trips, school discos are great, but school trips just to give children experiences of different things. A lot of our children at both schools don't don't get that and never will. They've probably not been out of the local the local area, so it's so important to to make them. I mean, I, I think last year we took a trip down to the Royal Armouries from Bramley, and the children, a lot of the children, hadn't even been into Leeds. Never, wow. they'd not been out of Bramley. That's the first time they'd been out of that. That little direct, tiny area. Yeah, that tiny area. Gosh. So it's so important, so important. And and for children to understand that cultural clapital and where they're from. And one of the topics at um at Bramley this time, this this first um autumn one has been I Love Leeds, so just understanding you know, yeah. the, the city and, and, and the strengths of the city. Oh, my gosh, it's an amazing city. So to not yeah. kind of even, oh, gosh, yeah, to not have been aware yeah, of exactly. what's right there on your doorstep. Yeah. And what about you What when you were at school, school trips or school discos? I'd have probably liked the disco better, but, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't really like the trips, but, um, Hamish, um, yeah, but I'd have probably said the disco at school, yes. And um, did you prefer... Last week before Christmas or the last week before summer term? You know, when you get to do all the fun stuff. Which um, I think the Christmas one because it's just all of the excitement. And for me in a school, it's about that awe and wonder and, and, and being musical. Oh. I, I, you know, I obviously do all the singing and I've always done the nativities. So just getting little ones doing that is just an amazing experience. Yeah. And I think by the summer, everybody's on the knees James. and had enough. But <laughs> just, just yeah, <laughs> Christmas is always a really, really special time. In schools, really. Yeah, it's really. kids that make Christmas, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. And when, you know, I always laugh about how many times I can play a little donkey in, in, in one short period. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I must be into quadruple figures by now in my career, but just to hear little ones sing, it's a, it's a really magical time. Yeah, lovely. It's not that far away, really. No, we'll be on it again we will, soon. We won't be long. Um, and this is a question I ask everybody that comes on. If I gave you a magic wand and you could change absolutely anything about the education system, so there's no money to worry about or any practicalities, if you could change one thing, what would you do? Making sure children get their need, you know, children with special edu- educational needs who need that extra little bit of something get that absolutely straight away, that we're not waiting for years and years for kids to get diagnoses or support yeah. that we that we can intervene much quicker than we do. Yeah. Yeah. That's that would be my one magic wand. Yeah, it makes such a difference, wouldn't it? Yeah. It really would. It really would. Um well thanks so much for taking your time out because I know you're ridiculously busy. So I really appreciate well, you taking thank you some for time having me. to talk to us. Um yeah, it's really it's always good to hear from people that are in the in the kind of nitty gritty of it every day, properly in space in schools. So thank you. Um, and next up, we'll be hearing from Jason Thurley about how he turned around a secondary school um, that was very, very close to closure. Um, if you can't wait until then, there's a selection of episodes now available online to enjoy. Look forward to you joining us next time.